In the previous video, we focused on how to fear God based on our personal relationship with Him. In this video, we will focus on how to fear God based on our personal conduct and relationships with other people. In essence, we will learn that fearing God is a combination of having favor with God and with people. Fearing God comes from an innermost desire to please Him and to have a good conscience before Him. To have a good or clear conscience, we need to be aware of ourselves and conduct ourselves rightly and honorably in all things, such that we can be blameless before God. We need to also keep our tongue from evil, do good in our lives, and seek peace with others. In doing so, we can be an example of good works to everyone around us. This includes our family because God wants children to learn to fear Him as well. We should also be an example to those who have the same faith, so that whoever opposes us will have nothing evil to say about us. However, our conduct should not only be good in the presence of others, such as spiritual leaders, but even more so in their absence. This is why Paul, when writing to the believers, often exhorted them to live godly lives. This means we need to live in a way that reflects our piety or devotion to God, with goodwill as to the Lord and not to men. We are to have holiness both in our hearts and in our behaviors, both in public and in private life. Therefore, walking in the fear of God refers to a lifestyle that integrates our values and beliefs towards God. So in order to fear God, it is important for us to exercise or train ourselves towards godliness, which takes practice and perseverance. Fearing God cannot be separated from how we treat other people either. Anyone who oppresses, mistreats, or takes advantage of others, or causes them to stumble, cannot be said to fear God. Anyone who is ruthless or does not have mercy, especially towards his own brethren, has already gone against the law of the Old Testament. However, not everyone who has the knowledge of fearing God is able to immediately treat others with mercy and kindness. For example, when Joseph first had the opportunity to avenge his brothers and punish them for almost killing him in the past, he spoke harshly to them and did not have mercy on their circumstances. But after keeping them in prison for three days, Joseph changed his mind and softened his demeanor, stating specifically that he feared God. Therefore, fearing God can take time to apply, especially when it goes against our instincts. We may already have the knowledge of fearing God, but we may need time to humble ourselves to carry out the action. For various personal reasons, we may sometimes ignore our fear of God and focus instead on what we want. We may sometimes even be in a position of power to judge or rule over others, and may be tempted to use that to serve our own interests. But this is when we need to remember to fear God in righteousness and faithfulness, putting God's will ahead of our own, even if that means giving up some of our rights. Like Joseph, we can fear God in practical terms, by having mercy on others, being kind and compassionate, thinking of people's needs, giving them the benefit of the doubt, and trusting them. Besides showing mercy and kindness to others, fearing God is also about honoring people. In fact, the Hebrew word for fear in the fear of the Lord is also used to refer to people in the Bible, but it is typically translated as honor, respect, or reverence to avoid confusion. For example, the fifth commandment is to honor one's parents. 
Also in the Old Testament, the Israelites respected Joshua just as they had respected Moses. In the New Testament, Paul tells believers to submit to one another out of reverence for Christ, particularly within marriage. More specifically, wives are to submit to their husbands just as they would submit to the Lord. Bond servants are instructed to do likewise. Obey in everything those who are your earthly masters, not by way of eye service as people pleasers, but with sincerity of heart, fearing the Lord. Therefore, we can see that by honoring people, we are also honoring God at the same time. Jesus similarly taught us that what we do to the least of his brethren, we also do to him. So when we feed the hungry, give drink to the thirsty, take in a stranger, clothe the naked, or visit the sick or one who is in prison, we are actually doing these things to the Lord and showing that we fear him. So besides these, what are some other ways we can fear God by honoring people? We can be submissive to the governing authorities for the Lord's sake. We can show respect for the elderly. We can willingly serve others, do charitable work, and give to those who are in need. We can render to all their due, whether it be taxes, customs, fear, or honor. Since it may be difficult to measure or to know how much we really honor people in practice, it may be more helpful for us to see it as a general attitude to have towards all people. That is to be courteous, humble, and have high regard for all people without partiality. As Peter put it aptly, honor all people, love the community of believers, fear God, honor the king.